So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? I don't know, like touching flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy! Wop, wop, wop. You fucking blew it! <laughs> That's idling. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, dude? Welcome to Moped Money Podcast, your neighborhood-friendly podcast. What? Yeah. What is up? <laughs> uh, I'm here with Adam from Trace Reyes Moped Cult, and we're doing yeah. the thing, man. Uh, another week of the podcast. It's It's been a good week in, in mopeds. I had some time in the garage. I got to ride a little, like... The, the sun's still out. Like, I can't I can't complain. Shout out to Mono nice. and Smog Squad. Uh, if you got to go down to New Orleans, the beloved New Orleans for Halloween weekend, like, I'm fucking jealous of you. Because <laughs> that's that's where I wanted to be. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I was not. But. Dude, I'm, I'm, like, really bummed on it because, like, I love New Orleans. Like, we talk about that place a lot on the podcast, like, the times we've mm-hmm. been there. I think Richmond's rolled like deep, like at least twelve deep to New Orleans multiple times. Oh wow! Like we're like, all right, we'll everyone's going. We we'll have to plan plan that out next year or something yeah, like it's, that. It's a blast, dude. It's great, and it's like it was always like when they were doing it, it was always like this is like the last rally of the year kind of thing. It was yep. like cool. It's like the rally season, summer hit, and then like summer kind of dips off. Like kids start going back to school if they're in college or whatever. September. Like people get busy again, like there's not really yep. rallies in like September, like October, and like, and then it's like, oh wait, like Nola's throwing a rally down south, and you're like, it's kind of starting to get cold where I live, and it's like, dude, we go yep. down south, it's gonna be warm. I remember like that first year we went down, dude, we got down, and like we're wearing t-shirts and shorts. We're like, oh man, this is it, living the dream. Oh, that'd been nice. It's forty-five degrees here in Minneapolis today. Uh, no, no bueno, bro. Not into that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all get real. Y'all get real winners though. Like I, in Richmond, we still don't get real winners. Like we can ride all year. It's whatever. It's like a little cold, and like, you know, gotta put on the proper gloves and like you know yeah. some long johns or something. But you can ride all year. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a definite no ride time here. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> y'all, y'all get y'all get real winners, real snow, uh, yep. actual winter yep. bills. <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot, a lot of garage time. It's like <laughs> That's for, for sure. forced garage time. It's yep. actually, it's actually better. It might be why you fucking uh, you guys are better at mopeds than us or something. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I wouldn't go that far, but. <laughs> Dude, so what's up, so. man? Like, um, why don't you tell everyone who you are and where you're from? Uh, Adam Snocky, Trace Reyes Moped Cult uh, from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, yeah, just a uh, bunch of dudes having fun on mopeds. And I don't know, been around since like 2010 in Minneapolis, kind of in the scene, kind of growing a little bit more. And then like right before COVID, things kind of tapered down with us a little bit. Um, kind of laid low a little bit, but, um, yeah, we're still around, still cranking. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of waiting for the rally season to really wrap up for next year. Yeah. We kind of stayed close to home for a while. I guess you can say a lot of like high half the guys in our crew are in bands that travel around and, mm-hmm. and do a bunch of shows. Um, like shockers in two, two bands, a punk band, 
called uh was it crash crash logo crash logo and then trim reaper which is like a and they do like it's like kind of like acdc motorhead style stuff yeah. it's like you say crash and, and you're like oh that's definitely a punk band <laughs> yeah oh yeah they're good they're good they're it's a, it's a fun time to watch them play oh yeah and uh yeah so I, yeah a lot of guys are busy we had one of our dudes actually did some super bowl stuff last year with their band and yeah it was a uh, pretty cool that's nice sick. collective bunch of fellas yeah dude I like. I kind of love like the uh, like. I, I really feel like the tie to like music and band people and like mopeds like being like a good fit. Like if you were mm-hmm. like in bands and like touring and like and then you stop doing that, but you still have that itch to like travel and like go see other cities, even if you're there for a short period of time. And like yep. moped like culture and like rallies and stuff like is is the exact same feeling. That I would get from, oh like, yeah, no, definitely, from like being on tour and going to some show, like oh cool, we we're in this city for two nights or one night, and like you know we had a blast and we dipped, you know, and then we're on to yep. the next place some other time, and like mopeds is like a good like replacement for that, like that's all, at least mm-hmm. that's why that's a big reason why I kept I stuck with it, like it like gave me like that buzz back, like oh yeah, like cool, we got oh that. yeah, no, it's a it's a ton of fun and you meet so many interesting people along the way, yeah. and uh, and I don't know just the. Uh, just the, just everybody just being like, sometimes you don't see people for a year. You might not see them until that same rally again a year later. And when mm-hmm. you saw them, it was like, you just saw them the last weekend. Oh yeah. Pick up where you left off. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I feel like that's all my moped friends. Like, yeah, we keep up on the internet and we lurk each other on, on Instagram or something. But like, when you see them in a rally, you're like, yo, what's up? Let's hug it out. Yep. <laughs> No, it's always good. I'm a hugger. That's a good time. I, I dig it. Oh yeah, dude. That fucking, fucking COVID, dude. I missed. I missed the rally cuddle puddle, man. Yep, yep. I hear you on <laughs> <All> that <right>. one. <laughs> we need. We need every all fifty of you to lay in this puddle together. <laughs> Everyone touch lips. I mean hands or something. <laughs> Just something. <laughs> dude, so uh, let's let's get into uh, your history, dude. Like how how'd you get into mopeds? Um, God, I had, I got my first moped when I was like 15 and, um, just kind of tinkered with it. My dad was like the type of dude who never like paid anybody to fix stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, got a broken one from a neighbor, got it running. Um, it was a Minarelli. It was like a guy. I can't even remember what, what frame it was. Cause his kid had like spray painted it and it had been stolen a couple times and <laughs> it's, it, uh, I don't know, it was fun. And then my, through that, my grandpa used to tune undercover squad cars here in Minneapolis like years ago nice. and kind of taught me about tuning stuff or whatever. So, um, kind of helped me get it to go faster, you know, probably mm-hmm. some porting tricks and things like that when I was younger. And then always kind of had one, always kind of had one. And then, um, just kind of life you know, did my thing and then just started kind of getting heavier into it. And then, you know, like casserolers are here from Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Casserolers. Yeah. Those good, good peeps, good peeps doing their, their, uh, Minnesota moped rider stuff here, you know, weekly rides and things like that. So in the oven. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So I used to, my old job that I had, I could never meet up with them on rides. Like their, their rides were on nights that I always had to work a night Mm -hmm. and, so I knew Maze from snowboarding from years ago. Actually, I know AJ from Black Black from snowboarding from here in Minneapolis years ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just kind of kept in touch with some of those guys over the years and just, you know, kind of rebirthed it again. And I was going to open up a shop here probably, 
that was probably about 10 years ago. I was thinking about doing that 10, 12 years ago and had been hoarding parts for a good 12 years before that. So anybody that's been to my house or been in my garage or my basement knows the issues that I have with mopeds. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the hoarding is definitely like an issue with mopeders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yeah, had, like, dude, gotta, I had some Facebook like post the other day. Someone, I don't know. We just kind of got into it. I can't remember who I was talking to, but we were just talking about how there's a the whole problem of like owning a bunch of parts or like buying parts and then forgetting the stuff you buy. And like yeah, re- I, and reordering it or like letting someone borrow something and having to order it again. And like, I don't know why. I was a buyer for work for years. Oh, I was so a buyer you- for work for years. So like, I, I have a pretty good idea of what I've got until I started to, until I moved into my new place and then my garage was so big and then stuff got out of hand yeah. and then hoarded more bikes. <laughs> and then it was like, Oh no. But yeah, any one of the casseroles or anybody like Ed's been up here, like, Anybody that's been to my place is just like, what the fuck? All right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like lovely but like brutal at the same time. You're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know Alex made it. Alex from the Green Bastards came back just because he wanted to climb in the rafters of the garage to see what was up there. Like what's hiding? It's like, yeah, dude, what's I up there? Even, I, I didn't get to go up there last time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Dude, you gotta oh, like you, you gotta just like break down dude maybe this is the year dude you spend your winter inventorying <laughs> yeah I, I started to do it last like last winter and then i have everything like everything's in bins on shelves like you know like uh like the big storage bins or whatever and then just grease markers on the outside like pook minarelli you know mm-hmm. everything's kind of all broken down so like i can pull one out and be like all right there's engine blocks in here there's you know clutch parts in here whatever so yeah I know um, we had uh we had like Moped Larry from New Jersey on like like a couple months back and like he was like huge on the East Coast for like getting mopeds to people. Like he had like hundreds, you know, and he, mm-hmm. he was selling bikes, you know, to people from Richmond Sadens like back in the day, you know. They'd go up there to New Jersey and get like a trailer full of bikes and bring them back home. And um and I was like, Yeah, how do you keep track of all these bikes? And he was like he's like, Oh, I, I have a list. Like he had a spreadsheet like he he was the most organized dude. He had like a spreadsheet with every single bike on it and what he paid for them. So it's like yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't like a mystery like like I call my mopeds like my moped like my moped savings account. Like whenever mm-hmm. I need money, I know I, I know I got money in these bikes somewhere. Yeah, but I just got to sell a couple things and I can buy some more junk. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I don't I just I have so much stuff just cuz you know like if you're trying to open a shop up and you're missing a weird space. You're missing something odd that you can't buy at treats or dose or, or wherever. And you know, you crack into it and you're like, Oh shit, I got to source this now. Yeah. Like you can't, you know, you can't run a business saying that's going to take me seven weeks to get your engine turned around. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of hoarded all that stuff. And then I changed jobs. Tank kind of did a midlife job career change. And then that kind of went to the back burner. And then everybody knows that they can just call me for weird stuff and come by and pick. Like, yeah, I got, I got a little bit of everything. Yep. Yep. So. Dude, so it seems like, you, like you've been in mopeds for a long time, dude. You've been down Yeah, I've been hole. doing it for, I've been doing it for a while. More, I guess, more heavier into it. Probably like the last like 12, 14 years, I guess. But yeah, I've been, like I said, I always had one. We always tinkering with stuff. Like I'm, I'm the dude who waits till couple snowfalls and buys all your broken snow stuff or your summer stuff and then fixes it over the winter and then resells it in the summer. So I like to do stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of helps 
fuel fuel the hobby. Yeah, keep you busy. Yep, yep. So how the how the club start? Um, the club started with I I started the club actually with a buddy of mine, the tattoo artist. It started with this this tattoo that that we all had, and we joked around and we was like, it's our moped gang tattoo, hmm. and that was like how it kind of started. It's a special tiger coughing out three lightning bolts. And that was before I came up with the trace Rayos. but a good buddy of mine's from Mazatlan. And I was like just doodling one day. And, um, I asked him what some of the words were in Spanish. And then all of a sudden it was like trace Rayos. Hmm. And most of the bikes that I worked on at the time or when I was into mopeds had three bolts that held the engine on. And also like Pooks, Minarelli's Marini's. Yeah. And so that kind of like went along with the, the three lightning bolts. And then that was, the, I don't know, it was just kind of, we had a different logo for, I had a logo that I was designing that was like just three bolts, like physically three bolts, not lightning bolts, but just the tattoo thing kind of joked off and it stemmed off from that. And it was just always a joke. It was just kind of yeah. fun. They kind of fizzled. I bumped into Stan Poffenberger um, from Madison. He moved his silk screening business to Minneapolis I ended up buying like three mopeds for him over a chunk of time. And then me and him started hanging out and he did, he does all of our merch. So like he does all of our hats, our sweatshirts or Jack, like all that stuff. Yeah. Told him what I was kind of, what I was doing. And then found out that he was in the, um, the unholy smokers in Madison before he moved here. And we just kind of started brainstorming and it kind of took off from there. And the joke was, was like, there was like the trace rails was me, him. And then, uh, <clears throat> Andrew Schuett and laser moped always came through. He's a good buddy of ours or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was just always like a goofy little joke between the three of us. And then, um, it just kind of just grew from there. So we ended up kind of having our, what we call the triad members was us three. Me being the, the moto Pharaoh, Stan called me and he, Stan was the chief alchemist. And we always called laser the hidden hand because we didn't know when he was coming through town or when he was going to hang out or so, um, but yeah, kind of popped off from there and then it slowly grew, met some dudes in Northeast Minneapolis that had a crew, uh, the death peddlers and, um, they were hanging out all the time, all the time. We did, did a thing on Sundays called moped church. Um, because we, I put, I finally put the club up on Facebook to kind of backtrack and as a joke, I put it up as a uh, because of the cult part in the name. I put it up as a religious organization. So then me and Stan were like, "We're going to get ordained, and we're going to be ministers of our cult." Oh my god! <laughs> and everybody's like, "It's it's satanic," and it's like, "No, it's like if you read the the definition of a cult, it's like more of an obsession than anything else." And everybody I know in mopeds is obsessed with mopeds. Yeah, I believe so. That. <laughs> you know, it took off from there, and then you know, hanging out with the other dudes, um, and basically the death peddlers was kind of crumbling a little bit. They were just, they were busy. So some of those guys were in the bands and stuff like that. There's one, a couple of them school teacher and they were just busy. And we just kind of, we kept hanging out and hanging out and we slowly vested all, basically all of them into trace Reyes over the time. Yeah, and, little, uh, little, little turnover. Yeah. You know, and just kind of, I mean, we were all hanging out together anyway. We all got along really good and we were all about our mopeds and, but we all still had our, like our regular lives going on on the side and everybody's like really successful at what they do. And it's like, we didn't always have the time. So we were kind of, we we're kind of loose, you know, like we don't have like set days that we hang out every week, you know? 
Um, obviously with COVID moped church kind of slowed down, but that was at least twice a month, if not, you know, if not more, maybe it was once a month, depending on everybody's schedules, but we always made sure that we hung out and like everybody was taking, you know, helping everybody out and, and, uh, and things like that. That's it. But, uh, yeah, no, it was kind of fun. And like part of the whole idea with the cult thing was, is that, you know, you go to rallies and sometimes, and I'm not saying all rallies are like this, but sometimes they're a little clicky and there was more so a while ago, but you know, one, there'd be a bunch of crews there, but the crews always kind of hung out together. Yeah, people kind of fall into that trap of like, yeah. like we're all like it's so easy to be friends with everyone because mm-hmm. we're all into such a weird subculture yeah. that like yep. you you already have an instant bond, but like it definitely tends to like you know if you show up with too many people like you you just stick around the people you know because people yeah. you know, always feel comfortable with people they already know. And no, no, and that, you sure. know, and that's under yeah, and that's understandable or whatever. So like in the mix of all this, I was like, what can I do to bring the community together? without them knowing of bringing them together, which they're <laughs> going to know now because I was saying it on Moped Monday. Um, but we started doing the baptisms with the Green Bastards, with mm-hmm. uh, Alex. And, um, yeah, we we blessed him. And, uh, and he, and, you know, he was started baptizing people. And then you'd get your baptized patch, you know, and it was like this Trace Reyes kind of a, a goofy thing where like all of a sudden people are like, where'd you get, where'd you get baptized at? What rally were you at? <laughs> like you got it. You got to explain it for those who don't know what it is. The, the, the baptized. Yeah. A baptism. Yeah, it just The baptism is just like, it's, it's an induction into the kind of following that we call it the righteous wrench is what we follow. <laughs> I know. Um, I just saw on, uh, on Mopin army. I got to go back and answer the question, some questions yeah, on there we, or whatever, but we need to, do, some, we need to know the lore, the lore. Somebody's <laughs> like, so he's like, is it, you know, like, what do you, you know, praising Dale? Like what's the, <laughs> um, it's, uh, we call it the righteous wrench. Um, it's everybody, it's everywhere, but it's nowhere. It's that wrench that everybody has, but they can't find. <laughs> It's, you know, definitely, and it's so, definitely the big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the big one. And it's like everybody knows they have it, but they can't find it. And why can't I find it? Because it's right, but it's right in front of your face. That's kind of like the, the, the following behind it. And it falls back to to our logo, the Orberos, the snake in his tail, you know, which represents the, the natural, like it's the eternal cycle of destruction and then recreation. Mm-hmm which is basically like every moped I ever build, build, blast, blow up, rebuild, repeat. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it kind of just all kind of falls, you know, into that. It was, like I said, it was just more something fun and, uh, you know, it's not religious. It's not satanic. It's just like a, just a, a fun way to bring everybody together. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, so the what almighty in, righteous wrench. So what? Everybody's in, been there. What in what what entails uh, a baptism? What actually happens? Well, it all kind of depends on who's on who's doing it. Um, but uh, usually there is a there's a you know like a, a small a small prayer, and then we'll anoint you with some two stroke gas and oil, and then uh, present you with a patch. I like it. I like it. You gotta you gotta talk to. Um, Ah, oh, fuck, dude. You got to talk to our homies in the Wizards from, from Pennsylvania, from Lancaster. Uh, oh, dude, we'd be down. We'd be down for whatever. We're all yeah. about spreading the love. Like, yeah. the whole idea was is to make this, like, spread it as far as we can. And if it doesn't go far, it doesn't go far. But it's just, it's fun. And, like, the in the Midwest, 
Like it's been a lot of people have experienced it. And then we also tried to, like a lot of people, this is a while ago, probably five years ago now, six years ago, people were reaching out and we were sending them boxes of merch for rally, you know, mm-hmm. just like for raffle prizes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were always making sure that we were just trying to, you know, get some patches, some hats. I wish, I wish kind of everyone would do something similar to that, like for rallies. It's like we we, we always look, reach out for sponsors and reach out for this and that. But why don't we have like more clubs contribute their own swag mm-hmm. towards other clubs rallies? And then like, we're all kind of sharing our stuff, you know, around. Yeah. Oh, no, it's fun. It was definitely fun. I mean, the cool thing is, I mean, like Stan is kind of like he he owns a still screening business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, I'm a screen printer by trade. So like that's, yeah, like, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. So like he, so he's like, you know, from idea to t-shirt when we were just joking around, you know, drinking or whatever, you could have an idea printed right away. Yeah. Go to a couple meetups and if people are stoked on it, make some more of them. If they weren't, well, on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. And then in the mixes and then we were selling like car bootleg carburetors on ebay <laughs> and like rebuild card rebuild kits and like all kinds of just random stuff we were just like just trying to put the name out there and uh in the mix of it we we ended up with this box of uh they were like bootleg flashlights and it sounds super funny but the place we were getting these carburetors from sold everything and it was literally like a we called it a rally pal handmade stickers for them and so when we would send this care package out there was this artificial flashlight vagina thing <laughs> in there and everybody wanted that thing when it was on the raffle table that's funny I, I know a few of them had been strapped to some bikes and god knows what happened after everybody went to bed with them yeah but this um the fucking bob rossman bit club has like a porn bike and it's has like dicks yeah. on the handle. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yep, I saw it. And it was like, well, we got that box. And we're like, what are we? What are we? Do? What are we gonna do with yeah. well, Like we get. And a, so yeah, then we we get the local sex shop to be like the sponsorship for like all the rallies in Richmond. So they always contribute like you know dildos and blow up dolls and all sorts of little weird shit. That's awesome. Yeah, there was a little thing of like some some unlabeled lubricant in there that was very. <laughs> We did not suggest that you used it for anything other than maybe using it on your bolts, but <laughs> like I feel like lubricant and like condoms like in the rally pack is always like a fun idea, but it always turns into like uh like uh speed mods and like and, you know, oh yep. dude, oh, yeah. someone put a spermicide condom on my throttle, now it fucking stinks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh yeah, no. You gotta you gotta have some fun. You gotta have some fun with that type of stuff. Yeah. So but no, I fully agree with you. Like doing that, like spreading the spreading the club love is a is a is a cool way to do it. And so cool. So uh, like so, what's the? Uh, I was gonna get into uh, like the uh, structure of the club or whatever. But yep. like, let's talk more yep. about like how it how it kind of grew. You say you started with the three guys, and you guys were like, you know, started the thing. We were all just kind of just yeah, we were just kind of like hanging out or whatever. And then we knew of the death peddlers from where Stan lived. And they were just always coming over and Stan had a bunch of bikes and a bunch of parts. And, um, you know, it was just, uh, those guys started coming around and then, um, yeah, it was Osborne and Babcock and Justin good. And And that was just um, straight up patch over. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, they were hanging out and we slowly like me and Stan kind of started talking about it. It was like, God, I was like, you know, these dudes are here all the time, but they're really not doing much with their crew anymore. And so we just pitched the idea to him 
you know, after they had been hanging out for, for a good solid, well, basically like a year, year or so. And then we just kind of just, you know, patched them over. And then, um, over time, met a couple other guys. We had Matt Rutherford and, um, well, Tyler Hay was with those guys and, uh, and Clubbo came on and Shocker came on. And, um, it's kind of been us, us 10 really for a while. We had 11, but unfortunately we did have to, uh, you did have to remove a patch. Yeah, from, from uh, you know it happens from time and time again. Yeah, always hard. We had, we we had a, a homie on probation for a while. He had to pull his cut for like <laughs> for like a year. He got it back. Yeah, he had to earn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we were gonna vest him, and then he ended up. Eh, we'll just say he was he was gonna get his patch, and he did something one night, and then he had to wait a year. Yeah. He got his patch, and then. He was always getting reprimanded. He was a little too wily, a little too drunk on his bike all the time. Kept blowing it. Yep. And so, yeah, unfortunately, he is. So, how do you no guys go about? Us, but... Yeah, it's all good. How do you guys go about getting uh, getting in new members? You you prospect period or they yeah, just, prospect they just hang periods roughly enough? about it. Yeah, they hang around long enough. It's probably about a year. We don't do like any like like hazings or like like. Uh, scorecards or like being like you need to show up here 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 this or make them run here like we don't do anything like yeah. like super crazy it's just it's kind of pretty organic yeah. um just you know hang out be a solid person like you know be a stand-up person just you know helping everybody out and eventually it's just kind of like somebody will bring it up somebody will eventually say like hey what do you think what do you think about so-and-so coming on you know, and as long as it's a unanimous decision with everybody, then at that point, you know, that's kind of when the yeah. when the cut gets 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 brought out. So I feel that. I know, like uh, our buddies here in, in Richmond on uh, the Rebels, they they just got uh, our friend Frankie just got in recently this year, and like right. she had a decent prospect period. Like she hung around so long, and like they never like no one ever prospected her, and they was like, oh yeah, well I guess we should do this, and they did it, and it was cool. Like. And like they still same thing like no real hazing no real this and that but just like they just slowly helped her like you know learn more about her bike and like mm-hmm. you know like okay come on we're gonna have a tire changing party and like she changed the tire and then she had to do it and she did it on her own like all right do it a couple times with a shitty tire and then we'll have you deal with the real one and like just little tasks to like you know yeah. I think like in like the business world where they call it like uh task progression or some shit like that like you just yep. like slowly step through your tasks until you get better at this and this and that until and it's like mm-hmm. right, cool like you've learned a lot of stuff like you know and they're and they're into it still yep yeah i guess we were pretty lucky a lot of these guys are pretty mechanically inclined inclined when they came <laughs> when they came through and we're not opposed to having anybody who's never even owned a moped as long as they're hanging out and like learning and you know um yeah, into you it. know there's there's as long as you're into it you know hey hang out have some fun and see what happens cool so, what are uh, like some rallies you guys have hit like throughout there? Are you, are you have you mainly stayed like in the Midwest? Mainly stayed in the Midwest. To be honest, here. we were pretty low key. Um, like I said, just kind of just doing our thing and just having fun around town and at home. Um, you know, we did like obviously like the casserole rallies and stuff like that. Um, I just recently went and did uh, did uh, moped GP dirt. Oh yeah, that was with that Alex oh, and God, Ben. We dude. did we did trace bastardos. <laughs> um, we, we 
with the, with uh, Alex and Ben from the Green Bastards or whatever. I was on their team. That was a, that was That's a ton right. of fun. Yeah, I'm really jealous. Showed up on a, basically a stock Hobbit, and everybody else was on Derby dirt bikes, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the one Mises blast. built in the fucking that video he posted on YouTube. It looks like, oh, right, dude, you're going full dirt bike. <laughs> well, every, like, well, pretty much everybody was almost. Um, uh, Spicy Boys. They had, well, they had a Hobbit. I think. Their tire, if they would have had a little bit of knobbier tires on there, they would have done, they would have been, well, they were doing still, everybody was still having fun. Yeah. But like, um, you know, a lot of the guys literally had like legit dirt bikes pretty much with derby engines on them. So, <laughs> but it was still fun though. I mean, it was a blast and a half. I'll do it. I'll do it over and over and over again. Hell yeah. I'm into that. I hurt. I hurt for a good solid week though. Like I'm not kidding. Like I like I could hardly walk. I'm mean, like cursing for work. Like, I was like not, not taking the ladder. Anymore. Like yeah, I was like going up the ladder like one step at a time. Like I felt like I was like 90 years old. Like Jesus Christ, it sucked. But it was so much fun. Like next year you got to do a little training prior to the uh, event. Oh, straight up something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to like go buy one of those little quarter dirt bike ride things and just turn up the electrical on it break myself in when you ride in the streets all the time it's one thing but then when you're bouncing around for you know we did what did we do about 40 35 to 45 minute stints damn and then we would switch riders or whatever oh it was still a lot yeah that's definitely unless you're riding dirt, unless you're dirt bike riding every day yeah you're gonna find some spots in your inner thighs that (laughs) didn't know existed Get in your shoulders too, and your wrists, like all that stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, there was, I had I had blisters. I had gloves on and everything, but I still had some pretty mean blisters on my thumbs and stuff. But it was worth it. Yeah, hell yeah. So what? Uh, have you guys have you guys thrown a rally before? Or you guys we co-hosted we co-hosted um, the Big Dirty Two, the Brapture, um, with the Green Bastards out in South Dakota in the Black Hills, mm-hmm. um, and then um, we had talked about trying to do we wanted to have one in minneapolis again but then like with the casserolers and they throw their rally and it's pretty big um we didn't want to step on toes so like we were kind of like letting them do their thing and then i think they were starting to go every other year yeah so you might switch off yeah yeah so that's something that i still need to talk to them about to find out when exactly they're going to try to do their next one yeah. Um, and then we'll see, and then we'll see what's up about kind of jumping through and, you know, doing the hoops or whatever yeah. for, to have like actually throw our own. That but, seems um, to work like really good in a lot of cities. I know Chicago for a long time did the, the back and forth and like, you know, we, we do the same thing here in Richmond. We kind of trade off on who would get it. I haven't really talked to him too. I haven't talked to him about it this year, so they're going to probably hear about it on this, <laughs> but, uh, I'll just go to the meetup on Thursday and we'll be good. So and that's the nice thing too, is like all of us are all pretty, we're all cool with each other. So I mean, we all live in the same city and we're all into the same thing. So, yeah, it's always like weird. Like, you know, a lot of people don't get like the, the multiple clubs in the same city, but it's, you have the, you have the click, you have the people that you're tight with the people that you're doing your thing with. And mm-hmm. as long as everyone gets along, it's like, it's, it's, it's still, it's still all good, you know? Oh yeah. No, we still like a lot of like, our guys go to their meetups all the time. You know, sometimes they ride, sometimes they don't. Um, it all kind of depends, you know. So sometimes the rides get a little late. Some of us work really early. Mm-hmm. I work at freaking five o'clock in the morning during the week. So like, yeah, brutal. Yeah. 
it's brutal sometimes. But whatever. Mopeds. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like looking at the clock now. I'm like, damn, I got them up late already. <laughs> no, dude, you're fine. Like you're 5 a.m. is coming quick. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll just take a nap after work tomorrow. It'll be good. Yeah. That's another people we don't get that, dude. You you work early and you work hard and you get it over with. And it's like by the time you get off, no one else is doing anything. They're still at work. Yep. Yep. So I can go I go get all my weird crap done that I want to get done or maybe take a nap and then when I get up I'm all refreshed and everybody's getting off of work and then I'm still good. Yeah, they're tired, worn out, and you're like, Oh, really? Yeah, what what? <laughs> you guys should start your day <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh so Come what are on, like bye. uh what are the future plans for the club, man? Um, I don't know. Just kind of just, just, just keep rolling, you know, just doing our thing. Um, going into this, you know, going into this next season or whatever, we've all been kind of, we've all been talking quite a bit, you know, during this COVID thing about how like, we're just, everybody's jonesing to get back out there mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just get out and have some fun and, and like legitimately hang out with everybody and have, you know, rent sessions with everybody, not really knowing at the beginning of COVID what was going on with everything. You know, like, should you be hanging out with people? Should you not be hanging out with people? You know, what, what, what's happening? So, um, I think now we're going to get out there and just kind of just make our presence a little bit more known and start spreading our wings farther from home base. Yeah, dude, let the, so, what's it, the church of the wrench or some shit go. Yeah. Righteous wrench. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just <laughs> shine the light <laughs> of the righteous wrench on the, on the non-believers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, like I said too, like you know, uh, other rallies coming up. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. Just hit me up on Instagram or whatever. Oh, yeah. We'll see what we can rustle up and, and and get out there or whatever. So, you guys are also like really like well placed to be to to go to a lot of rallies. Like the Midwest is always crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun here, and we're it's not too far to get to places. You know, like from Minneapolis to Chicago is like probably seven hours. Yeah, it's not too bad. Six and a half, seven hours, like seven hours of Omaha or six hours of Omaha. Like it's not, it's not bad. And there's still quite a bit of stuff that's going on around here. And um, at least like for me, for work now, the last few years were pretty busy for me. So like it was hard for me to get time off in the summertime mm-hmm. um, to, you know, to, to take the long weekend to, to do things like that. And I'm in a spot now where I can, I personally can do that more. Yeah. And I know some of the other guys are too. So their kids are, some of the guys have kids and their kids are a bit older now. So now you're not leaving like kids under five at home with yeah. your, with your lady type thing. So yeah, I feel that like I'm like on the way to like being in that stage of my life. So I'm like trying to like think about how much that's going to affect like the things I would normally go do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you I, know, I got to be responsible for a couple of years. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it teased her on it. And what's cool too is like, I mean, like our crew, like the ones that do have kids, like they still, we still hang out. Like everything is still like kid friendly. So if you have kids, bring your kids over. You just let us know. You just turn it down a little bit. Yeah. It's like, all right, guys, hide the drugs quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, Johnny, that is, that is a wrench. You are doing it correctly. Your buddy, son. your buddy smells bad. Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, son. You're going to have friends that smell funny too. That's <laughs> uh, great. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, just club eyes were just, just kind of seeing what's going to happen, just kind of taking it organic, you know, like it just, I think for us and the way that we've gone so far is, is just, 
kind of our plans are always kind of loose, always changing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this way we're not making a setting something up and then failing at it or whatever else. Like this has worked for us for this long. So we're just going to kind of keep rolling with it. And, uh, you know, just, uh, just have fun, have fun on mopeds. Yeah. That's tight, dude. And like, you know, you got, it's, you know, seem like you have a good, like grip when like your local community, you're riding with other clubs, you're doing the thing, everyone's getting along. It's like, what else, what else more could, uh, you ask for from a moped club, dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I mean, like you said, I mean, like Minneapolis is big enough where like there's other like the Casseroles are huge. They're a big club. Like, I I I could point them out in a crowd, but I don't know if I'd be able to necessarily tell you everybody's names all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but uh, they have a good thing going too, where they with the Minnesota Moped Riders thing. So you get a lot of like never ever's that just pop up. They just stumble across it on Facebook and they just show up. That's you know. That's one thing I wish we like built more of. Like we we kind of had this in the south. We had this weird mid east like moped Facebook group, and it was like south east, you know, kind of kind of group we were using. And yeah. it wasn't like a local page like for just for Richmond. That I I think that would have worked better for for us like drawing in more people from Facebook or something. Because mm-hmm. we're the the page we were using was like so widespread that it kind of made it a little a little trickier. Yeah, no they've they've done a they've done a good job with it, and like I said, we show up at their at their meetups whenever we can, and you know if they have like a you know like a shindig or a party or whatever, you're always they're always inviting everybody, so like it's always open arms on both ends of the spectrum. So, um, you know, lots nice. of lots of love to the sea rollers and you know and to everybody else that's out there. So, hell yeah. What uh, made you guys want to apply for MA this year? Um, we were going to do it a few years ago. And then just due to just some changes and just some, we'll just say, some unforeseen life things that have happened with some of the members and things like that. It just it didn't feel like it was the time. And um, this year came around and everybody was talking and we were like, well, hey, you don't throw your hat in the ring. You're not going to know. Yeah. So, you know, we figured we'd, you know, put it out there, see what happens. There's a lot of people in the Midwest that know who we are. Um, you know, yeah, we haven't been to, you know, East Coast rallies or West Coast rallies or whatever. But I know a lot of the people that have been to, to the rallies here that have been involved with us or have our patches on us know who we are yeah. and, uh, you know, would vouch for us, I'm sure. Yeah, I feel that. So, I feel like a lot of it, too, like it's. As, as over the years rallies we've gotten like there's more and more everywhere that it's like people don't need to travel as far to like be accepted it's like yo if they're doing the thing that you're doing even though they're somewhere else and you haven't met them like you should still have like that, that kind of respect for what they got going on Hmm. yeah so I mean it's like I said it's just one of those things where we figured we'd throw it out there and uh, you know We'll just see what we'll see what happens. And it's like you know, it's like how you get your name out there too. It's just like it's the same thing as like starting a Facebook group or starting a fucking Instagram page. It's like you're just like helping promote your club and what you guys got going on. Yep. Like if you don't put your name yeah. in the ring on Moped Army, it a lot of clubs who only pay attention to that aren't gonna have any idea who you are because mm-hmm. yeah, there's so you know, many like clubs I, out there. It's like no one knows everyone. Yeah, nobody knows everybody. And like like I said too, like our our club is fairly loose. You know, like. 
we kind of fly by the seat of our pants sometimes, but it work it works for us. It's not going to work for everybody, yeah. you know. Um, but you know, we still, you know, help people out as much as we can. Like I'm always inviting people over to dig through parts and things like that, or you know, toss out an idea when you're at a meetup here or there to help somebody else out or whatever. Call this guy. I know he's got this. You know, it's a lot of networking and things like that. So. Mm-hmm. But that's tight, dude. Well, I respect it, and I'm glad you guys are applying this year. And I'm hoping that, like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm doing you guys today. I'm doing um, two smokes tomorrow. I'm gonna try to get on the other club that's applying, and hopefully, like, it'll just, you know, right on. Two smokes is cool. I like their logo. <laughs> yeah, put, we follow them on Instagram. They're cool. Bunch of uh, to me, I'm like, I'm really offended, dude. I'm like, all right, man. And like, you guys are Xing up, but like, are you with cigarettes, bro? That's not straight edge at all. You're like breaking the fucking rules over here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was different. It was something different or whatever. You know, like I'm not gonna, I'm not one to like hate on anybody for 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 doing what they're doing, partying, whatever else. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I'm not afraid to say, I, like me personally. I was getting out of control. I ain't going to lie. I've been sober for like a year now. So like, but that was just a personal thing on me. And it's like, doesn't, I don't have any hate towards anybody else. I'm not pushing on anybody in my club, any, any club, you know, yeah. every, everybody's got a reason or a, a want or a need or whatever. And, you know, yeah, gotta, gotta mix it up. And people fucking are allowed to change who they yeah. are, you know? Yeah. No you need a high five or a hug or talk. You come and see me. man. <laughs> Well, hopefully, I get to meet you one day, man. Hope we get to ride a rally together and fucking. Oh no, definitely. That'd be a, that'd be a, it'd be a ton of fun. We'll definitely stay in touch, and um, yeah, we'll let you we'll let you know what's happening or whatever. So, oh yeah, dude. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and you know, I'll, I'll have this out tomorrow. I'm gonna post it in your review thread, and you know, hopefully, some more people give it a listen. And they can learn some more about you guys. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for reaching out, and. Uh, you have yourself a good evening. All right, Adam. Enjoy the rest of your Halloween. <laughs> yeah, later, bro. Hope I, hope I get All one right, more you... trick-or-treater. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> All right, you take it easy, man. All right, later, bro. All right, see ya. Dude, thank you guys for listening. That was Adam from the Trace Rails Moped Cult. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to post this tomorrow. It'll be up for Moped Monday, like every Monday. Um, I'm going to post it in the review thread, and I'm going to – Get on. I'm trying to get on the other two clubs that are getting reviewed on Moped Army for the branch or for the new club reviews out this week. So we'll see. I should have one up Tuesday and we'll see if I can get the other one on. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. Uh, If you guys have a guest that you think should be on or a topic you think we should get into, uh, you can leave us an email at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. If you want, you can give us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your moped podcast at. And if you guys haven't already, the pre-order for the new shirt is live right now on mopedmonday.com. Um, it, pre-order ends tomorrow at midnight, which is also my birthday. Thank you. Happy Moped Monday. I'm pumped. Moped Monday and my birthday. Same time. Sick. Can't, can't, can't go wrong there. Um, so yeah, uh, pre-order ends tomorrow and I should have the shirts ordered this week and I'm trying to get them shipped up by Saturday. So we'll see like how fast I can get them in. And I'm going to order a couple extra if you did not place one yet or you haven't by the end of yes tomorrow. 
So, you know, I'll still have a couple left over. But yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you guys, I don't know, don't get out and ride tomorrow, then go to the garage and wrench and listen to this. And yeah, fuck your car. Ride a moped. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know, like, touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh, boy. Wop, wop, wop. You fucking boy.